0: Welcome to the second half success plan podcast. I'm your host, second half success coach and strategist Odell Anderson, and I'm here to help you leave regrets behind and pursue the big goals that God has for you. Today, I want to, once again, steal something from the book, Good to Great, Jim Collins, how companies went from being terrible to being great companies. I've already used two things from the book already to talk about how it applies to your second half success plan. And today I want to pull something out again from that book. And this one is about what he calls the hedgehog concept or finding simplicity within the three circles. One of the things that the book talks about is that these companies that were part of the study group were able to come upon uh, a concept that galvanized and that they continue to work around and make their decisions and discipline their thinking through as they, made their transition from being good to great. And I've always been attracted to this particular concept. Uh, It's intriguing in its simplicity, and it's intriguing because I've always felt as if this could apply to one's personal life. Not the exact verbiage of each circle, and I'll break those down in a second, but I think with some rewording, they can be restructured and redeployed for your personal life. So basically, the hedgehog hedgehog concept is basically this, that these companies were able to obtain some deep understanding along three key dimensions. And it revolves around three questions. I'm going to give you the business context, and then I'm going to flip it to how this could apply to your personal life and your second half success. So question one was, What can you be the best in the world at? Again, this is from the standpoint of a company. What can that company be the best in the world at? And equally important, what they cannot be the best in the world at. And this was for them, for these companies, it was more, it was deeper than just what their core competency was. It was more about what can they really be world-class at? For that company. It may not be something that they did at that moment, but did they have the capacity, the talent, the experience, the skills to be the best in the world at something? That was question one. Question two was what drives their economic engine? What's the thing that truly makes money, that truly gives a return? That's number two. And they try to arrive at a particular formula or a denominator that. If all, you, if all they had to manipulate was this one particular metric, that would be the thing that drove the revenue. And it took a lot of talking around that for them to decide upon what that number was. It's not something that, you just, that, that they just happened upon. But once they got it, they were able to track and measure their success in relation to that denominator, that economic engine. And the third thing was, what are they deeply passionate about? And the key thing here was not what was it something that they could become passionate about. It wasn't about trying to stimulate passion. But rather, what are they already deeply passionate about? And so those were the three circles. And where those three circles intersected, that sweet spot, that would be the hedgehog concept. That would be where they would plant their flag. And it's their activities, their decisions all revolved around the intersection of those three questions. And whatever that thing was, that's what took these companies from good to great. Now, what does that have to do with your second half success? Similarly, in a number of areas of your life, and I don't think there's probably, well, there probably could be maybe one hedgehog concept that can be the focal point for your second half success. But I like to think of if you break down your life into specific areas, let's say your finance, your health, your spiritual, your marriage, your family life, your friendships. If you break them down along those dimensions, there's probably a hedgehog concept that works for each of those. And by the way, the reason why he called it a hedgehog concept is because in the book he juxtaposes the strategy that a fox would use to try to attack the hedgehog versus the strategy the hedgehog would use to defend against the, ta- the fox's attacks. So the fox would try a number of different ways: to come at the hedgehog, come at from the air, come at it on the ground, whatever wildy coyote type of things that it might try. And the hedgehog's one and only trick, but it always worked with, to simply ball up into a little uh, into a little ball, and then its little spikes would be sticking outward, and that's all it would do. So no matter what attack the fox would try. The hedgehog had one thing it would do. It would do it well, and it worked all the time to work against the defense against the foxes' attacks. So that's why it's called a hedgehog concept and why the intersection of these three questions came up with one crystal solution that worked every time, no matter what. So here's an example of how this could work if you want to take this exercise and apply it to your life. Let's start with marriage. Let's take that one, for example. With the first question being... What can you be the best in the world at? From a marriage standpoint, that question may not quite resonate. So what if we were to reword the question to say, uh, when it comes to your marriage, when it comes to your relationship, what are you really, really good at right now? Okay, maybe not the best in the world at because you're not going to measure yourself against all husbands in the world. But what are you really, really good at when it comes to your relationship with your wife, with your spouse? What's that? So that's question number one. And maybe you are good at planning dates maybe you are good at uh, giving gifts maybe you are good at giving compliments something like that the second thing is what activity would give the greatest return in terms of your marriage what could that thing be and it may or may not be the same thing that you're already good at hopefully it is but what would be the thing that would give the greatest return Perhaps it's giving gifts. Perhaps it's going on outings and excursions. Perhaps it's giving compliments. Perhaps it's three hugs throughout the day. Whatever that might be, what would give the greatest return? And obviously, this is not a monetary thing. This is something that you'd have to feel and understand what that looks like from a return aspect. Then the third thing would be, what are you deeply passionate about? What do you really enjoy doing? So what can you, what are you really good at? What will give you the biggest return or the greatest return or sizable enough return? And what do you really like doing? What are you really passionate about? If you answer those three questions when it comes to your marriage, what's the sweet spot of those three things? And whatever those three, the answers to those three things intersect, that would be where you can plant your flag. And that's where you can probably spend the bulk of your time and get the greatest amount of return for that area. Let's take health, for example if you work on your health and health and fitness, and we would put those two together. What are you really good at? Maybe you are really good at, let's say, resistance training. Pretty good at that. And number two, let's say uh, you really enjoy it. So you got two down. And what would give you the greatest return on your health component, whatever metric you're trying to track? If you answer those three questions again, wherever the intersection of those three things are, that would be the hedgehog concept for that. You could do similarly with other areas of your life. Now here's the thing. I just did this very quickly on the podcast. With these companies, this wasn't something that they arrived at necessarily in a weekend on a retreat or some sort of seminar. The way it's subscribed... in in the book is that the companies took a lot of time to really come to a deep understanding of these three questions, the answers to these three questions and where they intersect. Similarly, you probably won't arrive at these answers in the snap of a finger. May not be likely. And probably that answer isn't the one that you're going to want to stick with anyway. Rather, it's something that you want to ponder it's a question that you will want to place before you in a number of places so that your subconscious can work on that answer in your non-wake hours as well as uh, working on that, like a subroutine on a computer. It's working on the problem in the background while you're handling some other things. And then then all of a sudden, you will have a an answer to those questions. So don't rush to figure those out. But once you get it, And that was one of the things with these companies, once they found the answer, then they were able to funnel and filter a lot of their future decisions and a lot of their actions through that crystal clear lens of the intersection of those three questions. So i leave that with you today. God bless and take care. Thanks for listening. Check out secondhalfsuccessplan.com where you can get show notes or key takeaways for each episode, links to my socials, and a copy of my four-step guide for leaving regrets behind and pursuing the big goals God has for you. Or book a strategy session to begin pursuing your second half success. Also, if you're enjoying the show, consider leaving a rating and review and sharing it with others you think might find it helpful. Thanks in advance. Cheers to your success and take care.